0: Welcome to Career Practitioner Conversations. This podcast is presented by the National Career Development Association. This episode features a conversation about career development support for immigrant, refugee, and international students with Yulia Subco and Candida Pucci, career consultants at the University of Texas at Dallas' University Career Center. Hello, everyone. I am Candida Pucci, and I am a career consultant at the University of Texas at Dallas, and I am here with Yulia.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for this opportunity. My name is Yulia Subko. I'm also a career consultant at the University of Texas at
0: Dallas, and I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be here as well. So today in this podcast, we'll be discussing um, career-related challenges and strategies to help immigrants, refugees, and international students build their careers. Yulia, it is a great time to be here with you discussing this essential topic. Can you go ahead and please share with us how you became interested in working with this specific population as it relates to career services?
1: Yes, for sure. Um, it all stems from personal interest and personal background. Um, I am a former international student and also I'm Ukrainian. So nowadays I work a lot with Ukrainian war refugees and also I'm really passionate about helping international students, uh, helping the refugees, helping immigrants succeed in building careers because they face unique challenges. And I, I believe it's very important to help them. Build careers, but also in some sort of intro that I wanted to provide. That, according to the UN Refugee Agency, by the end of 2021, more than 89 million people were forcibly displaced worldwide as a result of persecution, conflict, violence, or human rights violation. And as of May 2022, over 100 million individuals were forcibly displaced worldwide. This accounts for an increase of 10 million, uh, 10 million people who were displaced from the end of the previous year, which was caused by the war in Ukraine and other deadly conflicts. And overall, the total refugee admissions number in the U.S. in 2022 was increased to 125,000. And additionally, I wanted to kind of provide a little bit more background that enrollment of international students in the U.S. Higher education institutions is about 1 million students in 2021. So given the statistics, I think it's vital for the career counselors to understand the career development needs of immigrants, refugees, and
0: students to help them gain employment and build careers. Thank you, Yulia. Great. Those are some great statistics. And it's also great to hear that, you know, you have like that own like your own experience with this specific, you know, concern that's going on. So that is great to hear um, all of that great stuff. But also when thinking about, you know, displacement and the career development, development needs for this specific populations, I think it's also important to think about the mental health considerations. So with all of those different aspects going on in one's life and then also having to think about, you know, career development, I'm sure it can cause, you know, many mental health concerns. Um, So with you working with this specific population, what has like the experience been um, surrounding mental health considerations and as it relates to to career?
1: Yes, definitely. This is one of the most important aspects of this work, and I believe that career counselors, we we need to be mindful of that, that people we are working with, they might have experienced trauma, they might have mental health concerns, for example, anxiety, depression, PTSD, suicidal thoughts, and others. And it's very important to remember about that when we are working with such populations, and we have to be a little extra cautious, and we need to be really mindful of those Experiences that people might have in their lives. But also it's very important to not make assumptions, but ask questions and ask people about their stories to share their stories if they're comfortable doing so. So not always the case, but it's important to show this interest to show, to show this, um, empathy, and let them let the people know that we care about their stories and we want to hear those. And there are some common misconceptions about people who are refugees or immigrants or international students. And I believe that's why it's extremely important to ask questions, to hear their story. So we kind of have that understanding when we're working with those unique populations in terms of building careers. And also it's kind of important because building careers is also pretty, pretty challenging on top of other issues. So when we're working with these populations, it's, it's, it's it's something that we need to kind of acknowledge and to start with that.
0: Great, Yulia, I definitely agree. Um, Because for myself, you know, just working with, you know, the citizen population, and then like international student population, um, while working with those different students, you know, I can see that they have stress like this, the ones that's from here, that they can, they show like a lot of stress when it comes to like looking for internships and things like that but i can only imagine like the struggle over student like with the student that comes over like you know as international students they deal with you know more things like having to find you know those internships that accept their current citizenship and things like that um so it's very very important you know to think about those aspects i 100% agree um so how you know as a career Um, consultant like how do you like assess like their life before and getting all of that information you know knowing like the mental health things to think about but also like you know where they came from
1: Yes, for sure. I think the first interaction could be also about asking questions about their life before, because their life before has a really big impact on what they are doing right now and what kind of careers they want to build and what kind of options they have. So just asking questions about um telling, telling a little more about their life before, before they got to before they got in the States, and for example, what kind of careers they had, or for example, what kind of major they had if they were a student. So asking those questions because one One of the biggest challenges that I see specifically working with refugees is that there is a lot of underemployment because people, they used to work, for example, as doctors or like healthcare professionals, nurses, or for example, they used to work in other fields and other industries. And a lot of those, they either cannot work in those professions here because of the licensure requirement. For example, you cannot work as a doctor or like a nurse or, for example, counselor. If you, if you don't meet specific licensure requirements and you don't have a license. And also the job market is pretty different. So, for example, they might have one occupation back in Ukraine or back in their countries or back anywhere else. But maybe this, this position doesn't exist in the United States, which is also kind of another problem that they might have. Uh, but also... The job market itself is, is very different, too. So when we are working with international with students, with refugees, with immigrants, it's also important to kind of think about that and talk through what is the job market looks like and what are the different options? What kind of licensure requirements are there and how to get there eventually? Um, because, again, underemployment exists because those people who, for example, cannot continue their jobs, they need to Find other positions so they can afford living and they can, they can kind of continue their lives. Um, so definitely that's another, um, another challenge that they might face, but also language barriers. And um, I specifically, for example, worked with a person who worked as a professor uh, in the university, but they didn't have, but but they had their language barrier. So when they got here, they couldn't, um, they couldn't continue that profession anymore. They couldn't work in that field anymore. So that's why it's it's challenging for many immigrants, and international students, for refugees to also work with that um, new culture, new
0: jobs, new job markets,
1: new language, and
0: all of those kind of things. Thank you, Yulia. Um, Wow, that is some, you know, really great information because, you know, I I just think, like, here, like, as, like, a U.S. citizen, I don't think, like, you know, I studied these many years here and then I think about, like, going over to another country and then just just thinking of them telling me, like, hey, I can't use these credentials over here because of, like, missing these um, certain things or requirements that's needed. So, you know, thinking of that aspect, I can imagine, like, more of, Um, the anxiety or like depression, like one can feel, you know, going through all of this, um, moving over from one country to another can also bring up some other stresses in life. Um, So along with having to find a probably an entire totally different career, because you no longer can use your credentials from where you came from, that can cause a lot of different mental health aspects um, in an individual. You know, what does the adaptation look like for them adapting, you know, once moving over and everything?
1: Yeah, and I think that that's very unique to each person, how they adapt. Um, there are like some, I would say, that common um common trends or, for example, some common things that I see uh, among people who adapt. Um, So, for example, some people, they might jump right in very quickly. They might already have, uh, for example, they they might not not have a strong language barrier. For example, they might be familiar with the culture or or they are just like ready to jump right in and um, they don't have as many for example adaptation issues for example some people they might have this kind of inner conflict where they're not ready to adapt and they are kind of like still within their cultures home cultures still having their minds at home or for example experiencing trauma or experiencing some mental health aspects so it's kind of like the opposite or a lot of people are also in between so they kind of they can have, they can be in, the, in in between, they can have a little bit of, of both. So each story is unique and also adaptation. There are like so many factors which has impact on our adaptation, um, but also what kind of experiences they had in the past and w- what kind of um, conditions they have now. For example, do they know the language? Uh, what kind of job they used to have? Does this job exist here? Can they easily go and do it? Um, do they have friends? Do they have, Anyone who can help them. Do they have access to housing, to insurance, to uh, medical stuff? And there are still so, so many different factors. So that's why I think this topic is very connected to overall the advocacy work, too, uh, because a lot of immigrants and international students and refugees, they, they do need uh, this kind of extra layer of support. When it comes to adaptation, helping them build careers. So there are so many different factors. And I think also when we are as career consultants, when we are working with such populations, is asking them about their background, asking them about um like what are they doing now, how are they doing with adaptation, how they're feeling, what kind of thoughts they have, and what kind of challenges they are going through. Because sometimes they might not be familiar with some resources and we can share those resources with them. For example, sometimes they might not be familiar that for example, there are English second language courses nearby that they can attend. Or for example, there are some resources to find jobs or for example, there are some resources to um, make friends or for example, even find the community. So a lot of times we just need to provide that um, information provide resources so they can adapt Weaker. But also, again, it's very connected to the mental health aspect. For some people, it's easier to adapt and kind of jump right in the new culture. For some people, it's more difficult. And it's, it also depends what they what they've gone through, because a lot of people, for example, if we are talking about refugees from different conflicts and wars, they might left their lives with just one backpack. They might not have anything. They had to leave everything behind. They might have seen a lot of trauma. They might have experienced a lot of uh, really awful events. So it, it will also make this impact on their adaptation and what kind of support they need to adapt and to build their new careers and to build a safe life in the U.S.,
0: um, so as you talked about that, like I, I just thought about a few things, you know. So like with all of those different things that they're having to do just to adapt um once they move over to the new country, like where do you think career services, you know, like fall at? Do you think that's like the first thing that they need to start with? Because a lot of times like with many of those applications, I'm sure they're asking employment, what is your employment? So where do, where would career development or career services start for that kind of individual? Yeah, I think there are so many
1: different layers. Um, And the first one is still, I still believe that the key to that is communication and having this empathy, having this interest and overall showing support, showing interest in their lives, showing interest in helping them. Um, It's very important to kind of show the support for for the people that we work with so they can feel it and they can trust us and we can build the rapport and and a connection with them. But also it's important for career counselors to develop multicultural counselors skills, and multicultural competence, which also has several several aspects, several layers. One of them is understanding our own identity, understanding our own lens, uh, understanding our own biases, and overall kind of having this self-understanding and reflecting on our own identity. So because it also impacts the lens that we are looking at other people, at other people's stories. And also developing this multicultural competency learning more about different cultures learning more about the background of the people that we work with uh because they might come from different backgrounds and there might be some cultural differences or different cultural uh, com- c- cultural um, things that we need to also be aware of when we are working with such populations. Uh, but overall, I would say if we kind of summarize that, it, it all starts with empathy, with compassion, with genuine interest in helping, genuine interest in hearing their stories. Um, Some of the helpful tools when we are working with, um, with a person, for example, if this is our first session working with them, is to ask a lot of open-ended questions. um, If the person is um, ready to share, the person is willing to share. For example, if the person is having some Issues or questions about exploring careers or exploring the job market. Something we can totally do is doing the assessments so they can learn a little bit, a little more about themselves, especially if they have to change careers, if they have to switch majors or pursue further education. And also do this, those, those career assessments to understand a little more about the job market itself. And it's also a very good tool to kind of start this exploration phase. If the person is ready for, for example, for job search or internship search, then it's definitely worth taking a look at the documents together, like application documents, because resumes, they are very different in different cultures. There are like different standards. And also something that was unique for me that I haven't heard about before I moved to the United States was that. Applicant tracking system software is very common to scan your resume. So this is something that can be unique for I many racial students, for a lot of immigrants, for refugees. So kind of teaching them and helping them with their resumes. Other things, for example, networking. Um, people who just moved here, they don't have this professional network. So they need to start building that. And it kind of has, again, several layers because networking in some cultures, it's not as common. And it, it, it's kind of like not everyone has the skills to network so this is something that is also very important but we have to help them and teach them. For some people again it might be a little more intimidating than for others but definitely kind of showing those um, practices helping them with strategies, showing the templates and even for example teaching how to utilize LinkedIn and how to network professionally Um, also helping out with interviewing skills especially if the interview is uh, not in their first language so helping with Talk and articulate their skills, their abilities, their experiences, their knowledge, their education, because this might be their first time articulating that in a new culture, in a new language. So all of those um, can be extremely helpful, especially during the first session. So we can kind of set this ground and help them with initial steps, even though those might be baby steps, but those could be extremely helpful for people in building their careers again or... Uh, finding internships, finding jobs, and overall finding the employment opportunities. So there are there are like some strategies which are like more hands on, for example, helping with resumes. But overall, I'm still coming back to that um, first piece: multicultural competence, multicultural counseling, and um, compa- being compassionate and being genuinely interested in helping those people.
0: Yeah, Julia, great. I definitely agree because you know especially with the cultural multicultural competency like you know having that is very important as a student when I was a student and doing my graduate career like I learned a lot about like different you know different cultures and like you know it's very important especially working with different individuals that's not from here because you there's little mistakes that you could make if you're not aware that can you know hinder like your opportunity from helping that client, individual, or whoever it may be, um, and especially in that aspect. Um, so also just thinking about the different assessments, you know, when working with those international students or refugees, or like, it make sure that you are aware of a lot of things before working with them, because you don't want to, you know, hinder, like stop them from coming to meet with you or, you know, um, stop them from coming to meet with anyone when it comes to like this area of their lives. And so, like, just thinking because, you know, I feel like you learn a lot about that in, like, the counseling field when you are studying counseling. Um, but what does it look like, you know, as a career coach or a career consultant where you don't have, like, that counseling background? What would it look like assessing those kinds of individuals? Yeah, for sure. And
1: um, I believe it's still it's still very possible to help uh help people help people with careers even for example if you don't have if you don't have counseling backgrounds and it all again starts with building this relationship with a person and building um this trust build, building this connection with them asking questions and utilizing some coaching techniques as well so for example some coaching techniques that we might utilize or like methods could be for example motivational interviewing so helping helping people helping students or helping immigrants, refugees, uh, international students in their job pro- job search process or in their kind of career uh, exploration journey is utilizing them. So not, give, not giving them the solutions, do this or do that, but kind of helping them come to those um, action items themselves and through motivating them, through encouraging them. I would also say that Building multicultural competence and, and building those multicultural counseling skills. I think it's very important for career, for all career professionals. So that's why I would definitely encourage um, seeking that knowledge because we live in very multicultural worlds and like seeking that knowledge, it can be extremely helpful for the future careers. Um, but also I think that you don't have to have a degree in counseling in order to help to help a person. If you are, if you are willing to help them if you really have that um, desire to help a person if you are compassionate if you are an empathetic person I believe that you don't have to have a degree in counseling to be able to help because ultimately the people that we work with sometimes we are the only we are the only people who really encourage them sometimes we are the only people who can tell them that you can do that sometimes we are the only people who can really kind of show our support and help and, for example, teach them those things like resumes or interview or interview or networking skills, all of those. We just need to be there for them and to genuinely care. That's kind of my, my biggest advice um, to career professionals that work with international students, refugees, um, and immigrants.
0: Yes, I definitely agree. Yeah, it's definitely important to have that um, that competency and then also just being able to also, you know, build that rapport. Cause again, those are like I feel like the very strong points. Like you said, having that relationship with um the client is going or the individual is gonna be very important. Um, uh, because again, you need to have like that trust and also thinking about, you know, multiculturals, that looks different for every culture. So again, building that rapport in the beginning is very important. Um, and then I, I believe that you mentioned this already, but definitely advocacy. So like, you know, as a career professional, um, advocate for your, those individuals, advocate for those clients because they need it. Um, a lot of people aren't aware of these things. Like, you know, for our conversation today, I've learned a lot of different things, you know, um, when working with those um, th- that specific population. So advocating for them is very, very important. So yes, um, so it was definitely great having this discussion with you today, Yulia. I just wanted to say thank you for
1: for this discussion. I definitely loved talking about those and I believe those topics are very relevant and very important and they're also near and dear to my heart. I would love to share that knowledge and I would love to uh, be able to help more people. And thank you so much again for the opportunity to um, share that insight and for our conversation.
0: Yeah. Thank you for having me as well. It was great learning more about, you know, working with that specific population.